Um, yeah, we told y'all we wasn't going to be here. I shouldn't have started that like that. Don't leave that in there. <laughs> well, we got time. I guess that does have to go to post edit. Oh, Jesus. All right. Let's, let's pretend we're just starting now. Hi, everyone. We're back. I'm leaving all that shit. No. <laughs> A little raggedy. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, um, we're, we're here. We said we weren't going to be here, but. Somehow, I found myself in Philly. Well, let's let's not skip the biggest thing. It was Britney's birthday yesterday. Birthday pot, birthday pot, birthday pot, birthday pot, birthday. Mm, 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 yeah, mm, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. And uh, I took a trip out. I haven't seen you since what? February. God damn, that's just way too long. That's just way too long. <laughs> um, we didn't even introduce ourselves. Welcome to the BZ Podcast. This is Zay. I am sitting here with. Brittany. And we are back. Um, we're we're trying this video thing out again. If the audio is compromised, it's because uh, I talk really loud. <laughs> well, we don't really have the right equipment, and that's partly on me. I'm like the sound guy. I can't wait till we get to a point that like we can just come and record. Like there's just a whole bunch of people working. Damn. On our cord. You know what I'm saying? We try to monetize this shit. Oh, I'm just here, guys. We're always here. I'm just here supporting the dream. <laughs> um, but I do want to say, I you know, Isaiah said everybody better say happy birthday to me. And I think everyone went above and beyond. So thank you to everyone who took the time out of their busy day to send me such lovely messages. Um, a lot of you actually like wrote a full message or made a post, which is like, oh, I'm I'm loved. You feel appreciated, <laughs> right? You are loved. Yeah, it was nice. Thank you, everyone. You guys made the day really special. I was a little overwhelmed because I was at work and it was a lot of messages. But so I'm sorry if I didn't respond. I was trying to, but it was a lot. But I so, so, so appreciate everyone. Thank you. How's it feel? Another year. Well, how's a birthday during quarantine or whatever this is called now? Like COVID seems so passe. Like, I feel like I'm talking about something that was just so a couple months ago. <laughs> I mean. I'm not really, you know, man, I don't really want to do nothing really anyway. Mm. And usually, like, I'm with my sister, so I wasn't with her this year. So if I'm not with my sister, I don't really care. Word. You know what I mean? What I do. So it was all right. Happy birthday to Raven. Happy birthday, Ray Ray. You, have a, you found out a couple people that got the same birthday as you, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I found out I share a birthday with um, D-Nice and Spice Adams. That's, that's good company. <laughs> Which is funny. That's good company. I mean, I already knew Felicia Rashad and... um. Jeez, I, the other one's missing. Zo, Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana? Yeah. Nice. Mm, yeah. I don't know who I share a birthday oh, with. Oh, really? It's always some, some like, obscure king. <laughs> king Leopold, Unitas the Third. Leopold! Some shit like that. Oh. Um, I hope... Ev- wait, wait, we. I mean, Juneteenth as well. Yeah. Uh, happy Juneteenth, everyone. Happy Juneteenth. <laughs> 
Happy Juneteenth. Even though it's a few days past. Yeah. yeah. By the time you guys hear this. but uh, Did you celebrate in any type of way? Did you wear red? No, I mean, it was my birthday, so... It's my birthday for a second. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think especially because it was the first time a lot of people like participated. Um, it was well, we were in quarantine, so you really couldn't. Because like here, like I said before, like in Philly, they have a thing like a festival every year that got canceled. Um, so, I mean, I think it was just a day to just think about our ancestors mm. and. I, it was just weird though because like we have like uh, CSNBC playing at work all day and like they were talking about it the whole day. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like weird because like you said before, like we have um we're hearing the conversations that we have privately make it all to all over yeah. the place now, which is like on all the major news sources. So it's kind of like <laughs> y'all y'all see us what. I'll do you one better. I was at work and um, I just overheard people talking. And I guess, you know, Google puts up something mm-hmm. for every holiday. Oh, I didn't even see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they put something up and it's been really slow at work and people have just been surfing the web. So I overhear somebody say, June, t- what's Juneteenth? Right <laughs> now, I work with a whole bunch of older folk. Uh-huh. And part of me is like, I just want to jump into that shit. But I try to avoid some of these conversations. I don't know why. Don't feel comfortable having some conversations at work. They ended up, somebody ended up like telling the person what it was. But it's just amazing that like our history, you know, everybody says we need to just claim America, but our history isn't as known as anything. And how is that not a part of American history? Mm-hmm. And um, I know last pod, we looked up some ways that you're supposed to celebrate Juneteenth. And one of them was like storytelling. And I think that we kind of lost that because the only bookkeepers of our history were the elders who were telling it to us because nobody was documenting it. Um, and I unfortunately didn't really grow up with uh, all my grandparents. My mother's, grand- my mother's mom and dad passed away when she was younger. I think I was born like right as my father, my father's father passed away. And I had my grandma for a while started deteriorating when I was coming of age and stuff like that. And um, it's just a blessing to have older folks in your life. And I don't think that people really understand that. So if you have a grandparent or something, I'm pretty sure they have so many stories that they can share with you to give you perspective of what things were like before you were here. And I just think that's just, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of jealous of people who have that. Yeah. And I mean, if you think about it, most of our grandparents were born, 40s 50s something like it maybe some even have grandparents in the 30s my gra- i think my grandma was in the 30s she passed away when i was in high school see now my grandmama's both had kids kind of young <laughs> so that's why they 40s but yeah like 30s 40s so if you think about what was going on then mm-hmm. what year did the bombing happen <sighs> you put me on the spot i forget well, it was like 1919 something like that yeah that's not that far. It's like eleven years. We can keep saying that. <laughs> we, we 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 keep saying that, and it's just it's just the truth at this point. And until a portion of the population understands that, that it's really not that far. Yeah, you just go back a few grades, and you're back in slavery. Right back, plantation. Your great grandma, your great great. Yeah. 
so that just happened um like you were saying like you know our grandparents have many stories um yeah like, i don't know if i said this before but like i was talking with my grandma and she just like casually brought up you know being in a segregated school when she moved to a school that was integrated and i'm like oh shit like you were alive when that was going on wow like, right <laughs> can you imagine what? and i mean with juneteenth um i did see some like counter posts you know mm-hmm. uh, about juneteenth and people wanting to celebrate and it was kind of on the lines of you know y'all y'all still celebrating what the white man says like <laughs> you know, y'all celebrating the day that the white man said that you were free and it's like well technically that that wasn't the day that they officially declared that we were free that's just the day of course it's not like it doesn't really cover all of the population but they were saying that was the day that the last group heard got the news that we were free and that was in galveston texas Mm -hmm. so i mean there were still slaves until like i saw a case of someone that was slave till like in the 60s because wherever this person lived they were that sheltered that they just literally didn't know that things had changed um I was talking about it at work too. Um, and my boss told me a story about when he was like nine around and he went on a hunting trip with his dad and his brother out in some bumblefuck town in Georgia <laughs> and um, like way in the backwoods. And he said, like, it literally looked like walking back into slavery. Like, there were sharecroppers there working in the fields. When they would have lunch, they were at a table being served by black people. He said the people that worked there treated, you know, it's the staff, but do they really consider them staff? Yeah. Um, treated them horribly, caught like through the N word around all crazy. And he said, even as a kid, he just knew that that like wasn't right. And it was just so strange. Cause it was, this was in the 80s. So early 80s, this was going on still. So the South is just a whole different breed of America. It's different. <laughs> like, it's different. It really is. So, I mean, to say that people are celebrating a day created by the white man, they, I guess, haven't really read into the history of the, like, the chain of events that really occurred. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I think it's like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting tired of the i guess the back and forth or like just like the outwokeness of everybody <laughs> i'm more woke than you nigga. yeah right wake up <laughs> you ain't woke woke all <laughs> right i'm kind of getting like like i i don't want that to continue to happen while we have this opportunity at the moment i mean many of you probably saw me screaming on ig last week <laughs> she's a good follow <laughs> what's your at <laughs> at bnox underscore x (laughs) but um yeah i'm just starting to see that happening a lot um the division between especially between men and women right now Mm -hmm. um i feel like that's the most damaging Uh, especially within this movement because we don't have a lot of time i mean you know how things go nowadays yeah it's quick it's quick nothing you know nothing holds everyone's attention that long a Um, pandemic didn't hold people's attention for long enough So the fact that we are in this pivotal moment in history and we have to be really smart about how we play this, because who knows when when this is going to happen again, where everybody is really going to rally behind. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, It's important that we make the right choices of the the words we put out there, the images we put out there, just the thoughts we put out there, because 
it would be great if there was a way to like target where you want your post to go or your yeah. comment to go but that's not how it works especially it's public everybody sees it and if you know anything everyone loves what we do they like to watch what we do mm-hmm. they're obsessed with us a little bit there's, there's a some, magnifying some glass are very obsessed with what we do and just too out of curiosity and especially within this movement you know a lot of people that want to be a part of it are looking you know what i mean towards certain people to for direction mm. and guidance. And if the outsiders are coming and seeing us arguing amongst ourselves and not fighting against the oppressor, mm. like, like it's just kind of like, well, all right, we don't fit in here. So, and not even to say that they need to fit in, but it's also like, it's not going to be taken seriously because it's like, all right, well, I guess y'all off that topic. Yeah. You said something, <laughs> you said something important um, just two seconds ago. And of course I'm drawing a blank. But uh, it, in regards to the voices or like mm-hmm. like everybody's voices being amplified, do you think it's a problem that everybody's voice is amplified? I've asked this question. And I'm sorry if you listen to this podcast and you heard and I would ask, why don't we have leaders like we used to back in the day? And is it because there's too many voices that can be amplified at once and not one voice that is just powerful? Yeah, among I all guess. The others? Yeah, I guess. But that's where we also have to, you know adjust and be smart about what we do because it is so many and of course it's going to be difficult to get everybody on the same page Uh but that's why i just think it's important at least for me to say i don't know you know for anyone to say that we got to stay on track yeah um because of course like all right i didn't think we were going to get into this this early so i wasn't (laughs) i wasn't ready but we here now so um Basically, like, yes, there are issues within our community, you know, of that's there's no denying that. Yeah. I think every community has issues. But with us in particular, like I said before, at this time where we only have this little bit of time to keep holding attention and we really can't deviate from that because it because it becomes a distraction. Mm. Um, we have to be smart about what we're putting out there and what we're allowing other people to see when we want to be taken serious. And like, I, OK, let me rewind back. We do have issues within our community, but I think for the collective good, we need to put that on the back burner. Of course, if some people are crazy out of line. They need to get dealt with. You know what I mean? But I'm saying to the point where. You're just dragging it on and on and on and making that like your whole life. Yeah, like making that your your new project. Like you writing thesis pieces on it. Like we don't need paragraphs right now about the issues between black and, you know, black men and women within the community when right now light is shining on Mm -hmm. how we are dealing with our oppressor, because that is what covers everything that unfortunately it affects us just period you know what i mean our relationships with each other our relationships with the society like it covers everything so for us to not focus on attacking the boss level oppressor like yeah like the main enemy when you're there at that level we're at the boss stage mm. we, we gotta fuck them up yeah we can't go back down and fight the small enemies when we ain't going to proceed forward to the next level without beating the boss mm. So that's how I feel. I mean, I think like once we take care of that, then we can definitely focus, you know, within our community. But we have to get united. Um, We're going to have to be able to just agree to disagree on some stuff for now. 
you know, you can address it. I feel especially privately is, of course, the best way to address it. Mm. And I think it. I think it's helpful. Sorry, I'm a Gemini, so I'm gonna keep bouncing back and forth. Like, I think it is helpful, you know, to say a little piece or two. I don't think anything is wrong with that. I just feel like when it becomes like a toxic thing where, you know, you're trying to find different digs at each other. It's just a waste of energy and time for now. Mm. Um, so, yeah, um, I think this leads into the our first topic yeah i mean i'm just trying to think if i have any we're good we're good i got some stuff now because i just i don't know it's just you know yeah you could focus on a lot of stuff and there's no doubt about that but for something this important i feel like we all need to get united and just knock this out mm-hmm. all right um if you are uh in tune with hip-hop culture right now you know the names no name and j cole uh no name is a is a here's the thing all right so when we say female rapper some some women don't like the term female so what am i going to say we say male rap why do you guys always say i don't i don't say it i don't say it i was corrected a long time it ago. It just with makes that. you sound like a specimen. I know. No, I get it. I totally get it. Look at those males over there. But female rapper was about to roll off my tongue really easy, and I've never I never had to. I think it's just a habit. Yeah, I never had to say it. So, so uh, she is a rapper, <laughs> <laughs> right? You gotta be careful. We we navigate minds now, bro. I mean, it just yeah. yeah. So um, she's a rapper out of Chicago. Um, she is a very big activist. Um, she organizes a book club. I think it's called the No Name Book Club that uh just promotes black authors um and she does a lot of work she's out here she puts in all the work um can't call anything into question from what i know about her she's an upstanding she's fighting the cause all good and everybody knows who j cole is um recently uh no name put a put a tweet out yeah it was a tweet pretty much saying that um you have rappers out here that's whole catalog music catalog uh talks of these issues and we can't even get a tweet out of them in response j cole puts out a song called snow on the bluff um we listened to it shortly before we started this right Mm -hmm. and um in the song he's pretty much saying well you've been heard it i've just done yeah uh so in the song and if you haven't heard it What ended up happening, it started a discourse between black men and black women in the comments, Mm -hmm. in the comments. Um, When I listened to this song, I didn't get that. But uh, to certain people, it came off as if he was trying to police her tone. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's an issue that uh, black women have expressed in the past, the ones that I've spoken with. Um, there is, uh, there's a riff between black men and black women, but I, um, I'm sorry. She released a song 33 in response to that and eloquently put, uh, put, I, I like what she did, but again, none of these felt like rap beef and some people are portraying it as it, as it is. I look at these more as a conversation starter. I mean, it was still a little back and forth. It was a little, was a little back and forth. I don't feel forth. like it was damaging, though, to like, like I was like saying, you know, people, I don't feel like it was damaging to the collective. Um, I think, like you said, it is a good conversation starter. Yeah. And if I can, if, if I can say anything, how I want people to walk away from this is with that, is with the anticipation that this is a conversation starter 
and this will lead to more open dialogue. I do not want it to be used as a tool to further drive the rift between black men and black women, mm-hmm. especially in this time. Yeah, we can definitely have intelligent conversation about our differences, but all that... Like, well, no, black men, black women, black men, black guys. <laughs> and I will say this. I will say this. Um, um, it is important to amplify uh, black women's voices. Absolutely. I can't imagine uh, the frustration, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I do want to I, I do want to say that um, it's important to also recognize that. We are under this umbrella of oppression that by and large has affected our relationships with one another Mm -hmm. and we can't lose sight of that um the conversation is being had and although the time is not the most ideal time it's here you know and i don't want the effects of slavery slavery particularly on the black family to get lost Mm -hmm. in this discourse as a race we're quick to bring up like the remnants of slavery and how they affect us today when we're talking to our oppressors Mm -hmm. or we're talking to people that we're trying to make a point and i feel like the the same should be when we're discussing our relationships with one another Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense um I, i want us to walk away closer yeah and that's why i was like you know when you say unconditional love there's no conditions and yeah, I mean, yeah, like, the, you know, Chris, we're not talking about those people that are just like a hot mess and a problem. But overall, if someone just doesn't agree with you in the moment, nobody, everybody doesn't have to agree with you. And at the end of the day, a lot of people are able to change their minds and hearts or perspectives, whatever, from being around each other, listening to different perspectives, you know, and just giving a chance and just being quiet and just listening sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we stay focused on the real issue, the real, real issue, the mm-hmm. top issue, um, we're, we will be able to have more unity and be able to find more things to agree on. You know what I'm saying? And, and at the end, have more love for each other because that was the whole point of the system that's in place for us not to love each other. Mm-hmm. you know so i think um, everybody just needs to give it a chance and just kind of lay off a little bit <laughs> we're under like an extreme amount of pressure as, as a as a culture i think we've been waiting so long you know what i mean to tackle all these issues and just as a people we've dealt with all this stuff for so long it's just like bleh. <laughs> but i mean anytime too honestly that there's an issue that comes up um across just the general public that deals with black issues, it always morphs into something else. Mm. That's yeah. just yeah. how it goes. Honestly, it never stays on track long. Um, even like I'm saying, like just using this as an example, um, if you're talking about the detainment of immigrant children, you don't see people all of a sudden talking about, well, what about all the hungry black kids in America? Like that would sound crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, no, but we're talking about this right now. So even you brought up an example of um, someone you heard on Joe Rogan's podcast and he was speaking about, which is all facts and true. Mm -hmm. He was speaking about just the system that's in place in general that keeps all of us oppressed here in America. And, you know, just kind of saying that race really isn't the issue. Yeah, he was saying race is a symptom of the system that's put in place, but it's not the main issue. So to to our reaction to it just being about race isn't 
hitting the 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 nail on the head is pretty much what he's saying. You're not tackling the issue at the root. And my thing is, this white man ain't gonna tell us <laughs> that race isn't like is 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 a what result result of the system that's in place in America when the system was built off of racism mm. doesn't make sense and that is an example of somebody trying to hijack our movement so yeah like there's a system in place in America legally you know what I mean in most terms it doesn't say anything about oppressing a certain race but there's still individual people with biases mm. that are supposed to implement these different laws and policies or whatever. So I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, uh. Like he ain't going to come in here and tell us that race don't play a major part because you want to shift our movement into something that's going to benefit you. I think we need to take care of our shit first and then we can move on to taking care of some other stuff because we've just been beaten down. Like it's, it's just ridiculous. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Everything we've had to go through in this country for it to not be acknowledged can't brush it to the side and say that it's not a very you know vital part of what's going on here in this country and how we are all affected yeah um i wanted to bring up like this example um i've been hearing and everybody's been hearing that we need to protect black women mm -hmm. right and that's 100 percent true right. um i myself can do a better job there's always room for improvement uh, I find myself doing it uh, mm -hmm. even when the black woman isn't around. Mm -hmm. If I see something, I'll call it out. Um, but that statement, when I when I dig into that statement, and this is kind of an example of the remnants of slavery. Um, when I dig into that statement, that statement is so loaded, right? Um, but I can't help the feel that when we're when we're saying that um, we're not taking into the consideration how disruptive chattel slavery was to the black man and black woman's relationship. Uh, black men, everybody was slaves. And as a black male, um, you were put in the position of watching slave masters rape and abuse, uh, our women, abuse your wife. And you couldn't do shit about it. Right. And on the other side of that, you have black women that have experienced feeling vulnerable in the presence of black men and, um, that should be providing safety. So I think it's about breaking the mindset. You can't, you can't have that happening for hundreds of years, however long slavery was, and think in the last 60 years we're going to be able to rid, um, we, we have to relearn how to protect black women in this society. Well, yeah, when, too, just the perception of the black women, the black woman is just, we're the lowest. Mm. You know what I mean? Just in general, that's why, like, you see a white woman, it's just like, oh, she should be protected. That's just throughout all of the world, all of society. And that's, you know, the problem with just the European standard. Um, so I think that plays into it as well. You know, when they're saying like, you know, you should really be fighting for black women. Mm. You know, I think it's also just a manipulation of what they've done to us as a people in this country. Like everything about us is manipulated and manufactured in a sense because they've done so much to skew our perceptions of everything our history um telling us how we should act you know and then just how we have to survive in this country you know we all like especially within the black community we know all the little things you like different avenues you have to go and how to play different parts mm. um i think we're very unique in that sense um so it's very it's very complicated yeah. <laughs> but it but slavery ties into all of this with yeah. the mindset. But and back to, you know, also, I just wanted to say with the whole men just being barbaric towards women, that's just the issue with all men. Men just need to stop attacking women, period. 
all men. Because <laughs> there's horror stories all over the world. It's just disgusting. And that's just something within men, black or not. You know, I try to, like, uh, when people are talking, I really try to put myself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about, like, when these things were happen- happening during slavery or whatever, or, or when our women were being being abused or whatever, if you look at the white woman, the white man was able to save her from everything, anything. Mm-hmm. And we see that. The white man was able to, to protect her. And that is not something that was afforded to us. Mm-hmm. So this is really uh, uh, I mean, then too, when you talk about ripping, you know, the man out of the home, like it just there's so many there's levels, so many levels throughout the decades of this crap. And that's why it's like we got to take care of the number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, we need to take care of the number one, but we also need to make sure that we're listening to each other on both ends. Yeah, respectfully and not arguing in public mm-hmm. about this stuff i wish we i wish we could have like these secret forums where everybody would know where to go to have these conversations yeah <laughs> you know but that's why it's also good just to have conversations like me and you were going back and forth yeah. for a minute yeah i feel like our most compelling content happened outside of the podcast <laughs> we were going and we were going at it before we press uh record because a lot of it sounds like arguing and screaming and i'm yeah. like no but no, no. <laughs> I be cutting you off and shit. Uh, I don't want to hear that. Um, yeah. Um, I think we can learn from this situation. Um, bringing it back to the the Jake. Yeah, I don't think it's too far gone. I don't think it's too far gone. I just hope that we're able to, you know, pivot a little bit <laughs> and keep the, but also keep the the dialogue open. Mm-hmm. You know, I have no problem with discussing these things. Yeah, but when people just shut down. people down. Yeah, like... yeah. See, and that's what's happening. Everybody's trying to kind of outwoke. And, mm-hmm. you know, we touched on this. Um, and even in J. Cole's record, we he touched on whoever you're trying to speak to. Mm-hmm. You have to meet them where they are. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can do all this activism. And I'm not talking about anybody in, mm-hmm. pro- in general. I'm just talking in general. Uh you can do all this activism, but if you're only reaching people who already believe what you believe, then you're not doing an effective yeah. job. Yeah, that's the job of a teacher. Yeah, yeah. But you'll have people of the mindset like, I don't need to teach you nothing. You've had all this time when it's yeah. just like not everybody. Everybody has a different understanding. Different understanding, different experience. I was talking to my uh, my man Tommy, and I was explaining to him because, you know, a lot of times we'll get into these conversations and he... he he'll be like, uh, all the information is there. Mm-hmm. Like, just you, all you have to do is go on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, like, when you're in a position, uh, let's say somebody much less force- fortunate than you and I, when you're just worried about your next meal, mm-hmm. some of the things, the deeper conversations, you're never even in the, the stratosphere of being able to have them. Or like you said last week when you were like, you ever look up something, do you think that you created the idea and you see just like years and years of research exactly. and it's stuff like that too sometimes. Sometimes you just don't think to look up stuff and then you look it up and you're like, whoa, all this time I could. <laughs> I, could. I mean, I'm looking up stuff about our history and it's just like, blowing your mind all this was right here and (laughs) yeah you gotta know what to look for you can't expect everybody to just be on your level so i mean and then all the distractions you know they don't want us you know they don't want us to use our brain they want us to be drooling over the phone yeah so i think in order to have a a conductive or good conversation you're just going to you're you're gonna have to be patient and that's why i kind of like what he said he said (laughs) in the record he said uh you should look at people like children and i've said that before 
I look at everyone like children. Yeah, I think that's the best way. It was just that one line he said. Yeah, when you're talking everybody. tone, when the tone line. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, I mean that's that's, but I I understand it. The frustration, no, the I frustration from from a black woman that is just. How can you tell me how to express myself? You no, I right. That's what I mean. Like I think his message was lost because you hear that and you get irate, and then. I mean, that's kind of what we talked about with an activist episode. It's yeah. just like when people hear stuff that trigger them, they shut down and get angry and they don't want to listen to stuff that they think they're going to disagree with. And no matter how valid, once you strike an emotional chord, once it feels like an attack, mm-hmm. um, it's your efforts are gone right. at that point. You're never going you're never going to change anybody's mind by insulting them. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be just depending on who you talk to. Some people are more sensitive than others. But you have to gauge, you, you have to read the room. You have to gauge your audience. I mean, you have to gauge your audience, but then also the people who are getting offended. Sometimes you may be getting offended for a com- like way completely unrelated reason, you know what I mean? And that also just takes maturity and being able to listen to a side that you may not agree with. Uh-huh. Like, there's been a post floating around saying, you know, change your mind when you, like, you know, not, don't be afraid to change your mind when you're presented with new information. Yeah. Um, Cause a lot of times we want to hold on to our ideals as being, you know, fact and this is what's right. And then when something challenges that, it's like, I think, and I know I get like that too. You know, it's a does. work, it's a work in progress. But, you know, it's 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 a thing that you have to work on. You definitely have to work at it, you know. And I know mm. even with like this podcast, you know, just because, you know, we want to be able to see all sides. A lot of times you watch stuff that make you want to wrinkle, you know, make you wrinkle up your nose. But mm. I mean, I think we've we've tried to have this conversation in the past and I'm happy we didn't try to have it. Well, because I just kept on talking about slavery and white people Mm. and i was just getting upset because it was hard to have the conversation because it always tied back into that so that's why i am interested to see if we are able to pull this off you know what i mean and get past this or make some real you know movement and change um for from us staying on the right path um how our relationships will be within our community you know in the future yeah i wonder if like i wonder if everything just like clears away once the the head problem is is addressed i mean in a perfect world you would wish that i mean yeah but i think once that's tackled you know we'll be able to have a clearer conversation with each other yeah yeah we'll see keep the conversations going keep your ears open listen listen everybody listen listen. to each other be patient respectful of other people's opinions no matter how dumb they sound Mm. you know everybody has their opinion like sometimes i think stuff he says is just i would say most of the time (laughs) i would say a lot of the time (laughs) (laughs) but 65 35 maybe maybe but considering this is my best friend you know and us being on here, we both have to let each other's thoughts out because we don't know who wants to hear what, you know. Exactly. So I can't keep cutting you off and saying that's dumb. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like somebody might want to know what you had to say. Yeah. They may agree with you over me. That's fine. Ain't nothing wrong with that. If, as long as, I think as long as everybody, like, you know, like you have like a debate, you know, you got debate mm-hmm. teams and everybody has their allotted time. You know, no matter if you agree with it or not, everybody has their time to speak their piece. And I think that's important for people to at least be able to speak their piece. Yeah. I mean, I think the relationship that me, me and you have, or is it you and I? I want to be proper. You and I. Um, I think 
that's important to have these conversations. So I think a lot of the discourse comes with people with no attachment to each other. No attachment to each other. And but a lot of the times where we're arguing and stuff, it's not in the public because it's going to change the perception of us. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? For somebody who doesn't truly know us, you know, it might look like we freaking hate each other sometimes, but you know, that's just how we are. Yeah. Um, so that's the same thing where I'm saying outsiders looking into our community. They don't know. We just, you know, but they might think, oh, well, they're not even being serious anymore. Oh, look, they're not even talking about yeah. the issues with white people yeah, anymore. Yeah, I mean, if, <laughs> if we got up on this pod and all we were doing is screaming at each other, I don't think it would be compelling content. Mm-mm. It wouldn't be. So, I mean, you got to kind of look at. I don't think we'd be taken seriously at yeah, all. Yeah, so, so you got you to gotta look at, like, uh, you got to take that idea and put it in the world, like the environment of the world. If, if we're sitting up here arguing with each other, how can anybody looking in from the outside mm-hmm. take it seriously? Yeah, but I, I just, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's a huge issue right now, but I see it's starting to pick up momentum. Mm-hmm. So that's just what I'm, I'm worried about. Yeah, I just, I, I think if we let it, it's just going to descend into more disruption and divisiveness. Divisiveness and just distraction from what the movement is supposed to be. You know, that's that's my main concern is that we don't have a lot of time. So we got to use this time wisely. We can't be arguing with each other right now. It's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity. We shouldn't use this as an opportunity to argue with each other. Like, (laughs) doesn't make sense. Yeah. Work on that stuff later, guys. We got to unite. That was a good talk. I know we went on. We don't went on for a while about that. Bye. It's a conversation. Sorry and, if I made anyone upset. That's just how I feel. Nah, and it's not done. And, and listen, if you're if you're getting mad listening to me and it's triggering you, use this as practice to mm. not <laughs> shut me out and listen to me. You might not agree, but this is my perspective. <laughs> I think uh, uh, you can't shut anything down. You just have to present better ideas. But you know what, too? I think that you can always get something out of what everyone has to say, at least even if you don't agree with this, something you can think about or maybe understand why they see it from that point of view. You know, you can always learn from people, even if like that's why I not to say that I like it. But, you know, when you watch like white supremacists talk and things like that, you know what I mean? And it's like just to see their perspective. You know what I mean? It's like that. So on the topic of white supremacists, I guess we might as well just bring this up real quick. What you got? Um, With Billy Porter, I'm sure most of you saw. He's um, most recent on a star of the show Pose. um, And he's a very prevalent figure in the LG. L? L Oh, I know you're not asking me. I heard him say LBGTQ community. I'm sorry, guys. I've been drinking. Well, yeah, it is plus. Um, Been drinking a little bit of wine. Sorry. I was going to put the B before the G. Um, but anyway, he basically was saying that, you know, within our community, he feels like black men are equal to white supremacists in the way that black men treat gays within our community. Now, I feel like that was a little harsh to compare to white supremacists, especially right now when we are literally dealing with white supremacists. Of course, there are huge issues within our community in dealing with the gay community For that sure. are not right, that need to be dealt with, you know what I mean, and figured out. But for him at this time to compare black men to white supremacists, you got to think about people who are watching that that are not within our community and just don't understand it. They're just like, well, why are they so mad then if black men are 
looked at it like that, you know, why are they so mad? Why do they even need rights if they're if they're so terrible to their own kind? Because, you know, they love to throw that out. If I see one more comment that says, what about the black on black crime and aborted babies? Yep. Since when? Everybody be aborting babies. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, where do you guys get this stuff? Nobody ever says the white on white or the Asian on Asian crime. Like, because I know some dangerous ass Filipinos down South Philly. Like, <laughs> Filipinos. That came out of nowhere. I'm just saying, there's some gangsters down there. And uh, like, but you don't hear anybody yelling about that. Or are we not listening to that? No, but I'm just saying it's not a common thing. You know, people always spit out black on black crime. What about that? You don't hear anybody saying, well, what about Asian on Asian crime when there's an Asian issue? I mean, yeah. I just, I just hate that when they throw that out because it's just so generic and just. Ugh. Um. Yeah. Uh, as a black man, I, I feel like I don't know. I just, I, I don't have much room to express myself when these topics come up because I, I do feel like sometimes we are just the culprit of all things bad in the community. That's just men, but. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what I don't talk. I'm just saying no, but I'm just saying like that like he could have expressed that a different way uh, you know what i mean and that's why like the choice of words should have been better or maybe he should have just said that at a different time i don't know i just feel like white supremacy just to compare to white supremacists was a lie that was a lie when mm. w- with what we're going on going through right now in this country um y'all out in the back rows chat right mm-hmm. um yeah i mean there's definitely issues in the black community that uh, have long been needed to be addressed. Um, as far as timing goes, I, I don't feel like it's the right time. But again, I can't tell people how to express themselves. I don't know. I don't know what they've been through. I, I, what are you about to say? Go ahead. I, my whole point again is just that we have a narrow time right now, guys. To the deal window with. is closing. The window is closing. So for you to choose right now to say something that's going to cause division within our community where we're all supposed to be fighting together, mm. like, it's just, I don't see how it's helpful right now. That's that's all. Yeah, I, I guess to play devil's advocate, their argument would be the only way we can progress against this is if we're united and we need to address this right now in order to truly be okay, united. Okay, you can do it right now, and then guess what's not going to get addressed with, with the small window because... You ain't going to, like, listen, we're dealing against people who have been oppressing us that have way too much power. Mm-hmm. And the fact that right now all eyes are on us and you want to argue against, you know, within the community instead of arguing against them. When we have the opportunity to finally, we finally have this opportunity to, we just can't let it go to waste. Yeah. Simple as that. With the windows closing, we're running out of time, y'all. Running out of time. So. Running out of time. Running, running out, out of time. time. <laughs> uh what do we have next um have you been keeping up with all the stuff that's going on with the nba little bit little bit yeah um so the nba is supposed to resume i don't know exactly what date it was i think it was supposed to be coming up it might be like july 1st or something like that um they did a whole new format or whatever that's not important um but you have some players that are trying to figure out whether playing is going to take attention off of the movement right now. Mm. Um, the main person in this is going to be Kyrie Irving. He's been vocal about it. Uh, I don't know if he's telling other people not to play, but um, I'm, I, I'm for it. I feel like if you don't want to play, if you, then don't. But also you got to keep into account the people that might feel that way but might really need that check. 
Not everybody is at Kyrie status Mm -hmm. that I can just sit out. I got my endorsements, this, that, and the third. I don't think he's gone out of his way to try to recruit people, but I can't fault him for feeling that way. But like you said, you know, he may not be hurting for cash right now. Yeah. (laughs) I was having a conversation at work with one of the managers and, um, Shout out to the to the conversations that would normally be uncomfortable to have with certain people, mm-hmm. but you're able to you have that relationship with people mm-hmm. that you're able to get through it. Um, so I was having a conversation. It's a it's a white man, and he was kind of going off. He was like Kyrie's being selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyrie's character gets pulled into question a lot, just as far as basketball is concerned. Okay, they uh, kind of paint him out to be a bad guy which I don't think is true. Okay. But uh, what he was saying is um, one of the things he had said, he was like, well, you're, you're trying to be radical. And I was like, whoa, bro. I was said, well. He needs to be radical. Well, what I was saying, <laughs> I was like, and this is stuff I've had to explain certain things to him that he's gone and researched himself mm-hmm. and never knew. Mm-hmm. So once you show me that level of commitment, I can have these conversations with you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you got to be careful with the word radical. You know, at, at one point in time, the word radical was, uh, abolishing slavery mm-hmm. radical was martin luther king mm-hmm. you know so you got to be careful something radical has to happen in order for genuine change yeah. to happen and the thing that Kyrie and i was explaining to him the thing that Kyrie is addressing because i think some sort of group chat on his team got leaked and he mm-hmm. was saying hey we should put our money together and create our own league wow right when that stuff starts when those conversations are having that seems radical to the outsider but if you're inside the community, you understand what ownership is and how we lack ownership. You know, that is a conversation that is yeah. being had. In All private. these white owners got their little black boys playing for them. You yeah. Know. So, you know, after after I explained that to him, he understood exactly where I was yeah. coming from. Right or wrong. You know, he doesn't have to agree. I just want you to understand. But yeah, I mean, because if you think about it, you put it in like terms of just small people like us, like all right, either you make a statement for your people or, you know what I mean, lose your job. Yeah. So it's like if we were to think about it, it's like, fuck, I'm a, I got to go to work, you know? Yeah. So it's understandable from both sides. Of course, it would make a huge statement if, you know what I mean, they were able to do that, but mm-hmm. it just really shows just how messed up everything is, yeah. you know? But yeah. I do definitely think that those who can afford to take a stand because mm-hmm. it will still keep, you know what I mean, the conversation going, like, you know, I mean, within yeah. the NBA, even if it starts back up, if you do have those players that decide to sit out, they're still going to be talking about it. Because you know that's the tea. Like, yeah. they still got something to talk about. So. Now, if I could have a word with Kyrie, it's important that if he feels this strongly, mm-hmm. you got to follow through at this point. Yeah. You got to follow yeah. through, regardless <laughs> of what anybody says. Mm-hmm. And if you're willing to do that, then you got my support. You know, Colin Kaepernick did it. Right. Colin Kaepernick gave up the game that he loved mm-hmm. in order to make a statement. People were saying that um he wasn't showing improving mm-hmm. and showing improved. Mm-hmm. He did it. Right. You know, so, um, yeah, you got to stick to it. We'll see. <laughs> right. I do want basketball back, though. I know, but it's also, too, just this whole COVID thing. It's supposed to be another spike. Did you see the rings they were supposed to be wearing? There's supposed to be some sort of ring that can monitor oh, yeah, symptoms and stuff. Uh-huh. Mm. I was like, oh, is this real? I ain't wearing no damn ring. They gonna have to. Uh, what else we got here? <laughs> <laughs> Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima. If you um, uh. 
the company that owns Aunt Jemima has been called into question. I think it's Quaker. It's Quaker, right? Mm-hmm. Um, don't they own Uncle Ben too? I think so. Yeah. Oh, racist ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. Yeah, yeah, I do think this is a prime example of we've known it's racist for so long. But I guarantee if I go in your damn kitchen, you probably got that mix. I know I got it at home. Oh. But I ain't going to say I never bought it before. I definitely have syrup. Hell yeah. But it's just also things just in this country. Like, we, like you know, the talk with the statues, like, you know, all over the country honoring these people who wanted to uphold slavery. It's just shit that we've just like, whoop. Can't do nothing. That's just how it is, I guess. You know, hey. Like, if you really like, I want to <laughs> pull up a picture of Aunt Jemima. Well, I mean, when she first started, she was a whole mammy for real, for real. Like, uh-huh. you know, there was no denying that they were, you know. I got to look at this. Chad. Bruh, it's taking us to the old one. She was a real mammy. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Eyes in town. <gasps> <gasps> we are looking at a old, like, picture. Eyes in town. This is Angel Mama, America's best. What is that? A picture? Why are they selling that on eBay? Report them. Know. The good old 15 time. view per day. Report them. Look at that one. Hold on. <laughs> nah, that joint was which gray. one? This. What yeah, they that? look all bad. Antique, primitive, Aunt Jemima, pancake flour, huh? Talking to Mike. Oh, five hundred and fifty-nine dollars. What is that? It's an old tin, I guess, of pancake mix. Wow, she looks like she's literally right off the field. Yeah. Like, but yeah, now they try to give her a little, you know, a little bump. She got a little, she got a little rollers in, try to bump her little stuff. Still got that, still got that Negro smile, though. I'm right. sorry, that was out of line. Yeah, um, cancel Aunt Jemima? I don't know. Well, it just should have been canceled. Um, just especially because, like, I was watching Trevor Noah and he was talking about it and he was saying how over the years they've just altered her appearance because they knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. They knew they knew where it came from. They knew it stemmed from Mammy. And they didn't want to go through a full Instead rebrand. of getting rid of it or just changing the name, honestly, that would have been so respectful. You know what I mean? If they were like, hey, we're going to rebrand this. Mm-hmm. you know this line because it stemmed in racism like how hard is that and that's how you just see that a lot of this shit that's going on right now is a, i mean it's like i'm glad that y'all doing it but like it's all it's all uh what's it called just symbolic stuff which which is all important, right they're just though. like oh don't call us out they knew it was yeah. coming so they was like shit let us uh-huh. let's get rid of this right now for we canceled too yeah, um, huh. I don't. I, I don't have much else to say about that. I mean, it's Angel just Mama, because they knew. It's not like they were oblivious. You know what I mean? Of to course it. they knew. But like, <laughs> are there any other racist like brands and logos out there right now? Well, here's the thing. It's That's not. Like, it's not just racist brands and logos. You also have to think about the companies that um might not be overtly racist. No, but I meant but oh, like beginnings. that, like blatant, like that, where yeah. they have these logos where it's like that's a slave. <laughs> <laughs> horrible horrible oh uh, yeah i don't think I don't, yeah i think that one may take the that cake that was pretty good <laughs> yeah that that did it Mm-mm-mm. yeah I, I can't think of another company but I, I just think of together, all the companies Quaker. that that um just benefited off of off of slavery in the past and mm-hmm. made their fortunes and now we're just still mm-hmm. buying them today we like it's black <laughs>
Um, <laughs> did you see Taco Bell's under fire right now? For what? Um, there's an employee that had a Black Lives Matter mask on and basically he got fired because the manager was telling me he had to take it off because it was political. Uh-huh. Um, and she was just saying, you know, I can't wear a, a Make America Great Again one. And it's like, that is literally political, though. Yeah. And Black Lives Matter, you like, I, I get where they're trying to go saying it's political, but it's human rights at the end of the day. There's mm. no... There's no system of oppression that comes from saying that a black life matters over saying white power. You know what I mean? Like they just represent two completely different things. So for you to say like, you know, other people have been like, take the signs down. You've seen videos of people getting mad at shops having black lives matter up. And they're just like, no, you know, you're going to create division in the community. And it's like if I put up a sign that said, you know, immigrants matter, immigrant children matter. I don't see people getting as irate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all got such a problem with us, yo. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of. Leave us alone. I, I don't want to detract and I don't want to sound like I'm <laughs> against the movement. I'm kind of like just like on the fence with that one. As a company, like like at my company, I can't wear any other brands. Like I couldn't come. Not even brand. I couldn't come to shirt. Come to come to shirt. I couldn't come to work with like any type of shirt that says anything. Well, you know what they should do then? What's that? I understand that. They should just say they should either provide masks or yeah. say it has to be a plain color. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just has to be a plain, simple color. Like I seen, um, I think like Target, everybody had on the same like cloth black mask when I went last time because they sell masks now at Target. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they should do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. They should make something like that. Then don't leave it up to people to wear what they want. And some people can come in with certain stuff and it's up to, you know, everybody's personal judgment instead of making uh, just one thing across the board. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that's my... All even. Yeah, that's my only hesitation. No, but I yeah, guess. if you're going to enforce like a, a what type of mask, I right, do I think just, you need just, to provide them. To, right. I just want to touch on the point where people keep saying it's political. And it's, yeah. like, it's not really political. Well, they're making it political. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we're not trying to make it political, but it's it's what mainstream media is making it. And as long as people control <laughs> our narratives... Mm. Then uh, we're kind of stuck to whatever comes from that. Keep fighting the man, y'all. Keep fighting the man. The man. <laughs> what does the man look like? We should draw him. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we should draw him. Um, did you see the Snapchat Juneteenth filter? I showed it to you. I'm asking. Yeah, did you I see don't it? I use Snapchat. Me neither. But and this reaffirms that I will never use Snapchat. I don't know. They OD for the fact that they were trying to basically capitalize off of Juneteenth. And that's the thing, too, how you can really understand who does their research for real, for real, and yeah. who's just blindly jumping into the movement, trying to show support and having no idea. Just like all those uh, makeup artists who have been doing blackface. And like trying to dress Can't up as an, <laughs> trying to like make themselves up as an oppressed black person to show support. And it's like a lot of them are saying that they're coming from a good place, but they just don't understand that that's not that's not flattering. We don't like that. And that's not the way to do it. It's tone deaf. <laughs> right. It's tone deaf. It's one thing to, you know, want to support. But you also have to understand that, like in supporting, you're so oblivious to well, we should say what happened on the filter. Okay, all right. So the filter <laughs> is pretty much, you put the filter on. When you smile, chains rise in behind you and they snap. Like, 
for you to just so casually do that and make it just like, yay, I smile and I'm happy. And then the chains of slavery are broken. Like you're not taking it serious and you really don't understand how how detrimental this was to us as a people and how it still affects all of us unconsciously and consciously um it's something that we bury deep and i think because i don't know i guess because you know they look at us and that's why the problem with i don't want to say it's a problem to have black celebrities but because we have these black celebrities a lot of times they think you know what i mean well it's just why can't the other ones just be like that mm -hmm. you know and that's really not the reality of it because a lot of times that was manufactured at the same time to elevate certain people um you know what i mean for the perception of those outsiders to think that we're just lazy yeah you know? i think i think There's even no on a, even on a surface level the fact that like oh smile smile through your oppression and it'll somehow work out it's the same and like you I literally don't made it's a the, joke yeah. about it and I don't you don't even understand know. how serious this is like there's literally no laughing matter and then why the fuck would i want to see myself in chains how is that a good time? Like, are you serious? You really think that somebody wants to open up a filter and see themselves? Was it was it around their neck too? No, no, oh, it, it was just in the back. Yeah, it came up on and broke behind them. Did they release an apology? They did, they <laughs> did. But before I get to their apology, because okay. we're gonna rip that to shreds. Uh oh. Um, the smile. You know, uh, nobody likes a stern face black person. <laughs> a stern face black person could be militant. Mm -hmm. Stern, that's that's scary. Yeah, they want the smile, the smile. They want us to continue to just smile, mm. and then magically something's gonna happen. I reposted a Maya Angelou. She did a poem about that. What's that? Just like, like that fake smile that we all have to do. Mm hmm. So I think I think if um this that filter was so tone deaf for that reason to sit up here and think we just need to smile and snap like. I just don't know who's in these boardrooms. Who's signing off on this? And I'll get to the apology right now. This is a good time to jump None into of it. Us. Quote, we deeply apologize to the members of the Snapchat community who found this lens offensive. A Snap smoke spokesperson said in the email. You want to read it all first before we start? Because I already want to start. Okay, we'll that stop That first line that. made me mad. All right, go ahead. What made you mad, Britt? The... <laughs> she pointing at it. <laughs> <laughs> to the Snapchat community who found it who found the lens offensive just say it was offensive don't say that's like a that's like i apologize if you felt that way okay. no just say it was offensive because it was don't say you know those who thought it was continue yo they kind of got into my like fake apology bag right there i'm sorry you feel that way <laughs> like chum. all right um a diverse group of snap team members were involved all right first of all it wasn't Ooh, that diverse it! it was not that diverse oh they said look so don't blame it all on us like there's a lot of different races in there mm -hmm. diverse who who diverse, was, diverse? Was, it, was it people who were directly affected by chattel slavery that were in these rooms because saying diverse does not mean that it was us they be trying that shit. They, they be trying it. <laughs> a diverse group of snap, snap team members were involved in developing the concept, but a version of the lens that went live for snap chatters this morning had not been approved through our review process. We are investigating why this mistake occurred so that we can avoid it in the future. Shut the hell up. Mm. Lying like shit. Lines. Y'all created that shit. There was some animation that went into that. There were frames. There were frames. 
frames per second. <laughs> These boardrooms, I just need to know who's there on the committee. There was a storyboard. There was a storyboard. She's in animation, so she knows this shit. I don't want to hear that. There was planning. Like, you don't just casually make that. Somebody drew the chains out and animated them to rise up. Like, there, <laughs> there was a movement. There were key frames. I don't want to hear that. No. Oh, it's just so. Because it was like the say, they said a diverse group of SNAP team members were involved in developing the concept. I Like, exactly. You developed the concept. How did it get there then? Why was it ever even a thing? Brit, Brit, it wasn't approved by the review process. Who the fuck made that? <laughs> I want their name. Right. <laughs> right, point them out. It has been it has been crazy seeing um these companies scramble to try to align themselves real quick. It's just I rather them just shut the hell up and actually educate themselves. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Cuz this stuff is just a hot mess. But like you said too, it's it's nice to see cuz we really know like what's going yeah. on with these people. Yeah. Um I you know I was thinking about you said you like them to educate yourselves. I was thinking about like what kind of things could be done to kind of change well for that they could have well not here not here. i'm moving on okay yeah. i'm like well with that <laughs> no but before what kind it of- even got drawn they could have been asking people like how would you want to celebrate juneteenth people who are part of the damn community god dang man everybody want to just make just assumptions about what the fuck is best for us instead of asking us directly and that's more manipulation trying to control us and how they think we should be oh this gonna make them feel good the chains are off right um nah but i was thinking like what kind of programs or i don't know if it's a program I what, what would it, happen well what would have to happen to educate people on a grand scale what well can no we i think it's it? just individual things like that you know what i mean like make sure when you're doing something where that you are not knowledgeable about and that you're not directly you know related to uh-huh. Make sure that you speak with people who are affected by it to make sure that you're doing the right thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, how am I speak up for some issues with, let's think, um, let's just say Syrian refugees. How would I make a campaign for them without their involvement? Yeah, without even researching it, speaking with the people or reading, you know, dialogue that they're having to make sure I'm doing something that's respectful. Mm-hmm. What am I do? Like draw them running away from bombs on their like if you're they ever have an do, Independence listen, Day from their stuff. You're gonna do something like what Snapchat did. Like what? That's just totally misses the mark, and it's 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 tone deaf, and it's just. I'm always speaking about the immigrant children that are being detained in cages because I just think about it every day, and it's just outrageous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's make a Snapchat of that breaking out of the cage. That's cute, right? <sighs> God, fucking idiots. Yo, um, I know this wasn't on the docket, but you saw Terry Crews, man. I didn't even read what he had to say. I saw the first thing he said, but then he started trying to explain himself. Uh, and I saw he put out a few other statements, and I didn't even look into it. We're not going to go deep into it. But I don't have time for him. He's I thought it was time. hilarious. I saw look somebody just say- disregarding everything he has to say <laughs> when I just said. We just went through a whole, I just said, whole 30 he minutes. triggers me. So you know what I'm going to do, guys? I'm going to go listen to what Terry Crews has to say. Nah, I just saw a comment that said, yo, what do they have on Terry Crews? I know, right? <laughs> Something. You never know. Uh, uh, I did hear, this is, this is the truth. Mm-hmm. I did hear, this is, this is Umar. Umar said this, oh, Dr. Umar. Dr. But he Umar. said, he's, he's, 
he has to be careful and he was talking as far as lebron james because lebron james garners a lot of criticism Mm -hmm. with uh just his stature and some of the things he Mm -hmm. speaks up on he was like you have to or 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 the things he can do a lot of people feel like these people that are in these positions need to be doing more right and yeah but one thing that Dr. Umar did say, he was like, you got to be mindful of the people that are in these positions because the higher up they go, the, I think the metaphor he used was the closer their head is in the mouth of the alligator. Mm-hmm. So there's things that people need, want to do, oh, definitely. but they have to, oh, they have to be mindful of their position. Especially and what too, when happens. they're under contracts and things like that. Within those contracts, they may not be able to say certain things or stand up for certain issues. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yes, that's important to read them contracts, y'all. Yeah. That's, I don't ever want to be famous. I don't got time. That's too much control. What kind of, like, if you can name a celebrity that, like, you would, you, you would accept that amount of fame, who do you think you would name? Oh, <laughs> somebody that's, like, at the very end of the credits on a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Listed last. <laughs> Last. <laughs> I don't I don't want to I don't need people knowing me I don't like the energy you know people have that much energy focused on you too yeah. that's scary like you got to be able to protect your energy and it's draining like that's a lot of responsibility yeah I can't imagine like just being not being able to go outside that type of right thing. and then too just the fact just the way this country is once you like you said once you get up to that level either you gonna play with us or we're gonna do something to ruin your life and or take i it. mean look at dmx mm, talk more you remember that time do you remember that one video where he like was sitting somewhere and they came and arrested him and it was just like completely random for no reason but there was like press there mm. and he was like why is all this press here you know what i mean and then it ended up being like a major it was like right kind of when he started having that downfall okay and it was all manipulated a lot you know just his character putting it out there like oh he's a druggie oh he's in and out of jail so it was like if you're coming to arrest me why do you have paparazzi why Why are you bringing them in with you into this room you know it's not even like they were leaving out you brought them in so it's something fishy. So that's why a lot of times when you see all this stuff coming out about celebrities and they have all these issues and stuff, I feel like that's when they start disagreeing or wanting to do their own thing. And these, you know. Powers that be. Yes, the powers that the mans. be. The man. The man. The Illuminati wants your mind, soul, and your body. You know, they start manipulating stuff. I don't, I ain't got time for their little secret society. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to be that Selling they soul. I just want to be comfortable, that's all. And I can do that without That's being all. famous. There's other ways to get Facts. money without having to be all in center of attention. 100%. But. Uh, is that it? I think that's it for this week. God, they weren't man. even going to get an episode. They so. weren't. And we just went for over an hour. So. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hopefully you guys found something useful out of us trying to make sense of our thoughts. Uh. <laughs> uh yeah please we're again we're open to dialogue so if there's anything we touched on that you want to add to uh please discuss it with us um we can't go on a tangent talking about we need to have open conversations and not be present to have them so if there's anything we i got wrong i'm not even gonna say we is anything that you feel I got wrong or yeah, anything to add to? Whatever. Um, I'm sure I said something that yeah, something like. Please, yeah. please let us know. I want to have the conversations. I want to keep the dialogue open. Um, 
What else do we got? Uh, I need shout outs. Like, shout out to Lur Stevens. Got my Trap My Friends shirt on. Yeah, I don't know if y'all can see it. I got my Le Mans. Shout out to uh, uh, Lionel. Big Belly Cast. Big Belly Cast. Uh, behind me Le here. Le Mans Vintage. We didn't want to put this in the front because Britt burnt this whole bitch down. I got to get me another one. <laughs> All right, so we got uh, Zoe and Company Candle. Smell good as shit. <laughs> mm. Lovely. What's this one? This is beachside linen. linen. Yes. Yeah, I have a beef with like linen flavor, lemon scented flavors. Flavor. I said flavor. Lemon scented, linen scented stuff. (laughs) Because like, what does linen smell like? Is it downy? Does it smell like the the what's it called? Like the (laughs) supposed to just smell like any fresh type of linen? I guess I don't know, Zay. Whatever, dude. Like it just smells good. Okay. How many of them dryer sheets you be throwing in the dryer when you do laundry? Depends on how big the load is. It'd be like four of them shits. Like people throw the whole box. That shit come off with a little film on it. Yo, I'm fucking high. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yo. Yo, you know, I guess I live on the top floor. (laughs) We got this little fan on. Had to turn off the AC because that motherfucker loud. Right. But I'm hot. My hair is in the way. It's heavy. It's hot. And and Zay's talk about how many dryer sheets and linen. Like, hot. Sorry, I just couldn't take it. <laughs> I've been sitting up straight. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to, you know. You really got to work on your posture when you're in front of All right, I'm, I'm done. All right. <laughs> Enjoy y'all week. Again, we appreciate y'all. Love y'all so much. Please follow. Send this to a friend. Support uh, all the businesses. Support your friends. Support black-owned businesses. Everybody. Let's love on together. each other, y'all. Love on each other. I That's love what you, we black need woman. to do. I love you, black man. Yeah, let's get it. All right, we are out of here, y'all. <laughs> Bye, guys. Peace. The key to satisfaction, less of the relaxing, more planning action, etc. I gotta make it happen at the rate that I've been lacking. It's just a matter of time until it's just a dream. I can see, I can see, I can see. Till I can't. Till they believe what I say. We got hope, we gon' pray. We gon' be straight if we got faith. I keep my head above water, just enough to see the ordinary. If I had one wish, I'd rule the world already. Put it in your hands, girl, you worth that. Hold that spin around your finger like a globe trotter no problem no how to bring light to the dark turn the worst situations to the finest of art before i leave i'ma hit you with one line girl i never thought i'd meet another brighter than sunshine for real see you make it feel like that she make it feel like that she make it feel like that just know i got them on you you i got them on you now I'm paying attention what the rest might do. Just know I got my eye on you. You know me. I just wanna have fun. Drinking on the beach, hit the crib when we're done. Lay your head on my chest. It's the best way to rest, cause ain't no place like home. And you know this where the heart is. So baby, let me start this. I'm hardly just an artist. I'm out of the world with all this. And when I phone home, it puts me right in your zone. I'm in your zone. I'm in your zone. Yeah. Now I don't pay attention to the mother women walking I get satisfaction just by the way you're talking Your eyes so precious, lips so beautiful When I think of you, I think exactly what I do to you You, that's right, nobody else Be on my mind like nobody else I got the time like I made it myself We gon' shine, only thing I can tell Only thing I can tell, you know me I got my eye on you I got my eye on you I got my eye on you I got my eye on you, just know I got them on you.